0: Hey everybody, my name is Anita Kirkbride of Torp Communications and this is Haliblab, the show for small businesses in Halifax, Nova Scotia. Join me as I talk to businesses you may be following and some you might not have heard of yet. Hear stories from local business owners like you, how they started, where they're going and of course, since I'm a social media consultant, how they're using social media. Take a moment to subscribe right now so you don't miss an episode, whether you're listening on Facebook, YouTube, or your favorite podcast platform. Hello, Halifax, and welcome back to the Hella Blab for episode two. I'm so excited to be back with Hella Blab again after three years hiatus. And um, if you're catching this on the replay on Facebook Live, welcome to you as well. Don't forget to comment. Let us know you were watching on the replay. Today's episode of the Hello is sponsored by Stupid Simple Social Strategy Program, the program to help entrepreneurs who are DIYing their social media to get your strategy under control, save you time and reduce your frustration with social media. That program, the doors open on Monday, so watch for more information about that. But we're here for the Hella blab and every Friday I'm, tra- I'm going to chat with small business owners and entrepreneurs from around Halifax who um, want to share their stories and we can learn more about their businesses, discover how they're using social media, of course, because that's what I'm here for. I'm a firm believer that we can all learn something from each other, so I look forward to hearing how you are hacking social media to make it work for your business. We have a big list of businesses that I would like to feature on the Haliblab. But if you would like to be featured on the Haliblab, please send an in information, send an in information, send an in email. How about to info at twerp.ca And my assistant Kim will see where we can fit you in. Today's topic is using social media for good, and my guest is Francis Leary, who is a Is it Texan, Canadian, Coloradan? Is that what you call yourself? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Texan, Canadian, Coloradan. And many of you will remember Frances from when she was living here in Halifax and doing a lot of social media and SEO work. Frances is now living in Colorado, but still has a lot of connections here in Halifax and comes back to visit us on occasion. She's the founder of the award-winning online communications firm, Wired Flare, and developed a unique marketing methodology called Social, and that's S-O-U-C-I-A-L, social communication, stemming from her Master's master's of Arts in Folklore. Uh, She speaks internationally to inspire and educate audiences on subjects related to entrepreneurship, marketing, online strategy, and the power of authentic communication. Our passion is to inspire authentic, real, soulful entrepreneurship that generates positive impact on the world. Welcome to my friend,
1: Francis. Thank you for having me, Anita. It's great to be here.
0: Well, you can pretend you're in Halifax today.
1: That's right. Yes. Francis, I don't know if you
0: remember, but when I started my business, you were one of the very first people that I met with in a business capacity.
1: I remember, we were at like a coffee shop in Tantalon or something like that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think you were the first person that um, told me, yeah, there's room in the market for this kind of business. So thank you for the encouragement to start because here I am seven years, maybe eight years since we met and still doing this. So
1: yeah, well, congratulations.
0: (laughs) So, okay, so you've got a lot of stuff going on. You just told me that you launched your book today.
1: I did, I'm so excited. Um, It's been a few years in the making, but uh, yeah, today it goes live and I'm celebrating in Fort Collins tonight with an event here, Um, so pretty excited. It's called 101 Ways to Use Social Media to Do Good.
0: So tell us the story of how that came about. Where did this concept come from?
1: Um, well I think social media has become a more and more negative space um, as more and more users have hopped on. Um, I actually started the book about six years ago and so I was already noticing at that time some of the negative trends, however in the past say three years they've really escalated And um, hmm. the bulk of the book I wrote um, in the past year so i think i had like maybe you know 16 pages done six years ago and then i left it um so for me i mean business and life i guess is all about doing good things in the world um and so because social media was such a large part of what i was doing it just became this mission to be able to figure out how can i use this space in a positive way um and, how, and what do I need to tell other people so that they can do the same? How can we counteract these negative um, impacts that we're all feeling? Um, and it's everywhere from, you know, politicians to friends and family, it's just, it's everyone. Um, so that was the reason behind the book, just recognizing the negative space and feeling compelled uh, to do something about it to help that shift.
0: Mm-hmm. And so what's in the book? Is it, is, is it an instruction manual? Is it stories of people doing good? Tell us what's inside.
1: So really, the um, there are some stories. Um, however, it really is, it's not about how to use social media. So there's no instructions about you know, setting up Facebook or anything like that. Um, mm-hmm. It is about how to shift our thinking and small actions that we can take on social media and the impacts that they can have. Things as simple as liking someone's post and what that actually means. Do we actually think about it before we click the like button? Do we recognize the impact that that has? Um, so it's, it's small little things like that. Um, mm-hmm showing up being yourself, being authentic in the space. What is the impact when we share something from say a nonprofit organization? What's the impact when we get into some kind of debate um, that becomes hostile? So it's 101 small microscopic little things to consider differently and and recognize that even though, though they seem microscopic to you, they actually have huge impact.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. So let's talk a little bit more about
0: the impression that you're giving just by liking something. Does Mm -hmm. it mean you like it? And and what do people assume when they see that you've liked something?
1: Right. Well, (laughs) I think so many of us just do it out of like, oh, cool. You know, we're looking at our feeds or whatever. It's like, 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 and we're not Mm -hmm. really really thinking about it before we do it. Um, For myself, when I actually, you know, click that button, it's like an endorsement from me. I mean, that I actually would support or I believe in whatever that that thing is or whatever somebody shared. Um, And then if I want to support it more, it's about being aware of the additional actions that I can take that are more meaningful than simply clicking the like button. Mm -hmm. So if it's really important to me, I can share it or I can engage in that dialogue. Why stop at a like if it's more more meaningful to me?
0: Right. And do you think that this, I mean, this is a debate we have here locally in Halifax, but does clicking like infer endorsement? Do you think that's how people see that?
1: Um, I think that p- not everyone, no. no. Um, I think for myself, I do. Um, I actually, you know, I look at all of the likes. I look who has liked something. I respond individually to every comment. And this is for myself personally, as well as all of my business, um, Mm -hmm. you know, my business profiles. So for me, it definitely means that. Um, I think we need to embrace the fact that it actually does mean that and uh, consider more carefully uh, what we're liking and why. So
0: how can we use these minor actions that we have to do some good? Is it simply liking things that are more important or are there other things that maybe we're not considering?
1: Um, I think what we're not considering is that, um, you know, we interact on our phones by ourselves with our thumbs or whatever, and um, we have forgotten that it's public. So because we are acting in this very isolated way, you know, we're maybe laying in bed or whatever, um, we've forgotten that there's 3 billion people out there on social media. And that even if we have quote unquote privatized our social channels, which, you know, we can't really do, um, it's very public, it's a public space. Mm -hmm. So it begins, I'm doing good begins with being aware that the space is public and everything you do on social media impacts other people. It is mm-hmm. not a dialogue that you're having with your friend at a coffee shop. It is not the, you know, an argument that you're having with your partner. It is not you know, a discussion with your kid. It is something very public, and every small little action is just this minor ripple that creates this huge wave over time. Mm-hmm. So I mm-hmm. think doing, doing good really begins with that awareness that um, just because we're acting on our own, it's not private. Right. right.
0: And, and as, as, the, as networks the networks change, change ooh, we're, ooh, getting, we're getting uh, an echo there. Um, as the networks change over time, they tend to take what we think is, maybe not, we don't think of it as private, but they take things and they start bra- broadcasting more and more pieces of what we're doing to our friends. So for example, a lot of people don't realize on Twitter that Twitter actually takes some of what you like, just all you've done is click like, and it shows that to other people. Mm. Francis Leary liked this tweet, right? Because Twitter thinks if Francis likes it, well, maybe Anita would like that content and want to follow that person. So, For example, local business person that I follow and I have great communication with one day, this popped up for him, pops up that so-and-so likes this tweet. Well, this tweet happened to be a naked lady picture. And he's a businessman. Right. So I wrote to him and I said, look, do your own thing. Like, I don't care about the picture. I'm going to block her so I don't have to see it again. But were you aware of the fact that Twitter would tell your followers you liked that kind of picture? Yeah. and he didn't care and it was part of his brand and he was all good with it and he knew, but many people don't realize that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So that's a good example I have in my back pocket now for remembering that it's all public. Right. But, yeah. Um, so this book um has spawned a bit of a movement for you too. 101 days for good challenge. So tell us did which came first, the challenge or the book?
1: Uh, Well, the book was written first. Um, I launched the challenge first um, as a bit of a lead up. Um, But really the purpose of the 101 Days for Good uh, movement is is to to start a movement um, and to raise the level of awareness about the impact that our social media engagement can have. Um, So when you sign up for the challenge, really you're making the commitment to think before you post and to choose to post things that you intend to have a positive impact in your own life and in the lives of others. Mm -hmm. Um, So the goal is just to really raise awareness in people and get them involved. So I've had um, 101 people, I think, as of this morning who have joined the movement um, and that just went live last week. So pretty excited about that. And, um, you know, not everyone is using the hashtag and that is 100% okay because it's you know the hashtag is there for fun and to get people involved but really it's about just people considering what they're posting first and um the video has had i mean i don't know 4,000 i think views so far which is great um it's been shared a, a couple hundred times um so it's getting out there and that really excites me
0: so how do we participate? What What are we supposed to do to participate in this and to help help do something good on social media?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, well, you can go to 101daysforgood.com. Um, and mm-hmm. that's, I think you can see the hashtag on the screen there, um, mm-hmm. but it's 101days, the number for good.com. And when you sign up, it really is your commitment to using social media for good. And the more of us there are, the better. Um, When you sign up, you do get access to 101 pieces of content that do have the hashtag on them that you are free to download and share if you want to, Um, or you can post your own stuff, or you can post nothing at all and just be aware um, that the next time you show up, it's going to be for positive impact.
0: So the content, if somebody wanted to, the content's all there for them. All they have to do is download it and put it out every day.
1: That's right. Yeah. It's all on a Google drive. Um, It's all downloadable. There are, I think, 60, some um, images with um, positive uh, phrases on them. And then there are like 35 or something uh, songs that are uplifting and upbeat and inspiring and um, meaningful.
0: So So I signed up last week. Um, I, I did look at the Google drive. I saw the images and I looked at those, but I didn't listen to the music. Um what kind of music's included?
1: <laughs> um well, some of it it's funny i I really enjoyed putting this music list together because there's everything from like um, you know, don't worry, be happy um, <laughs> there's uh, you know, tonight's gonna be a good night. Um, there's stuff like that. there's um some like christina Aguilera um I'm trying to think was it believe or something like that Um, there's hero so there's like old-school songs like and we are the world Um, and it's I would say it's a little bit more old-school I mean given that it's maybe music I listen to I'm not super um, in tune with what's hip today maybe Um, so it's so some of them are like like there's imagine you know John Lennon so some of them are really more thought provoking and um like how can we change the world together and some of them are like just get up and dance and feel good songs like um from mama mia or abba you know that kind of stuff
0: right so it's just intended that the music isn't really for sharing the music is is for your own inspiration
1: well there are posts um that are written up that you can share okay. i'm sharing them on my uh my social channels and uh yeah. Cause I mean, for me, when I see, you know, videos come up in the feeds and it's a great song, I find myself just kind of singing along or bouncing or whatever. And it brightens my day. So.
0: Your, um, which account would you be posting? Are you posting them on all of your accounts on Twitter? I just want to put one up for people here. Is it Francis Leary? I should put up,
1: um, Francis Leary. Yeah. Okay. So
0: on screen there, you'll see, uh, her, her Twitter account. So you can go follow that and see how she's using it. But of course, so Natasha's asking here, can you just start whenever, or did it start on a specific date? And now she's behind.
1: No, no, no. Start whenever. Uh, I hope the movement just keeps going and, you know, more and more people will get involved. And over time, you know, we will be trending with the hashtag because thousands and thousands of people will be involved in the movement.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Hopefully people are doing a combination of both using what you've provided because hey, we're we're small businesses, sometimes coming up with content is difficult. <laughs> uh, you've provided a good start for us, but hopefully people are adding their own spin on it too. Like, have you seen anything really interesting from other people yet where they're doing something unique with the content?
1: Uh, there have been a few people mm-hmm, that are posting their own content and using the hashtag and it just, uh, totally brightens my day. And anytime we see the hashtag, um, we're sharing it as well. So mm-hmm. whether we, we're retweeting it or sharing it on my Facebook page, so it's getting out there more and more.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, anytime that we can encourage people to do something positive on social media, it's a good thing. Yesterday was pink shirt day here in Halifax um, to bring awareness about anti-bullying. And, um certainly, social media is a place we need a little more awareness about all of that. What are some of the things you think that, other than just being aware of the fact that everything's public and um, that what we say has an impact because really we should we should be doing that. We should be thinking that. Are there any other yes. tips you know, quick tips that you have for people so that they can be doing something good on social media?
1: Um, well, one big thing is to step away when you need to, um, not everything belongs on there. Um, and you know, whether it's that moment of anger that you're having, you know, you've just gotten in an argument or you were just in a, a horrible face-to-face like confrontation, you know, maybe at work or at a store or something like that. Um, there are, there are those times when we need to step away. And there are also those times when we're confronted with something that we find, um, maybe it's, I don't know, that we don't like, that we see in somebody else's feeds. Maybe we find it really offensive um, Mm -hmm. to us. And so how do we engage with that? Do we engage with that? Mm -hmm. Um, So the book does look at that um, and talk about making that choice. Sometimes the better choice is to do nothing at all, like don't Mm -hmm. engage that. If it's really something that needs to be said, maybe a private message. Is more beneficial than engaging in a public debate yeah. um, maybe maybe it does have to be said but how can you frame it in a constructive way rather than tearing someone else down um, yeah. so when we have to like we all disagree we're, we're not one person um, but we're one people and so if we can find a way to engage constructively with each other and admire each other for our differences and lift each other up rather than tear each other down, um, I think we have the ability to do all of those things in social media.
0: Mm -hmm. Have you seen really good examples of people being called out for something they do that didn't just delve into complete chaos where you know, there was a good resolution. I don't know if that makes sense. Does the, anything come to mind that you can give us as an example of how to
1: handle it, maybe? So when you're faced with something that is confrontational?
0: Yeah. Or you know, if, if you say something online and people don't like it, or you see something online and you don't like it. For example, um, I would say about two weeks ago, maybe three weeks ago, I used a word in a tweet that somebody felt was cultural appropriation Mm. Um, and she called me on it publicly but nicely and she said you know maybe just find a different word to use other than that next time to get your point across Mm. and I thought about it and my gut reaction was to apologize and say oh my gosh you're right I shouldn't have used that but then as I thought about it I didn't actually believe that and I didn't believe this word in particular was cultural appropriation Mm. so I wrote back and I said, basically said, thanks, but we're going to have to agree to disagree on this one. So it didn't blow up at all. But, you know, do you have examples of things where people learned in a positive way,
1: I guess? Um, well, I have, yeah, there's numbers of conversations that I've seen online. Um, I, I make it a, pr- a practice, at least so far, whether it's good or bad. I tend not to share the negative stuff. Um, like there is really, there are no examples of negativity in my book. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's very intentional. Um, so I have seen a lot of great resolutions. Um, but I, I guess, yeah, there's nothing specific that's coming to mm-hmm. my mind.
0: Okay. Yeah. And I, I, that's a good point. Like I'm basically asking you to share negativity when we're here to talk about positivity. So by all means, let's keep it positive. Um, what else can we do to keep it positive online?
1: What else can we do? Let's see. Well, there's a whole lot in this. You can get this book. <laughs> <laughs> I've already I've dropped the link for the book. I put the link <laughs> in the uh,
0: video description afterwards as well. Um, and for those who are catching this later on the podcast, Uh, You can get the links to the books and the websites in the show notes afterwards. Uh, But yeah, I mean, lots of ways you can do good out there.
1: Um, So in the book, I do talk about uh, just privacy and like educating yourself so that you can keep yourself as private as possible and teaching our kids how to do that Mm -hmm. and how to be as safe as possible, knowing Mm -hmm. that we are in a very public space educating ourselves about how to deal with that space um, is really, really important. And it's shocking to me how many people don't do that at all. Like they don't have any privacy control set Mm -hmm. on anything and I'm appalled. So, so I think that's really, really important. Um, My daughter is she'll, she just turned 12. She'll be 13 next year. I am that mom who will not let her be on social media until she is of legal age to actually own an account. Mm-hmm. I think, I mean, if I have to have her lie to set up an account, it just doesn't seem right. And I, feel like I'm not standing by (laughs) what I am actually for if I let her Mm -hmm. do that so but she's talking about it already and even with these um, discussions that we're having she's already getting educated about the things that she's going to need to do Mm -hmm. Um, and that's gonna be an exciting time Um, I'm a big believer in having family social media contracts that's another uh, section in the book so that it's not just a parent like down Um, discussion that you're having don't do this don't do this do this it's a dialogue um, Mm -hmm. so that kids are aware of what parents are doing parents are aware of what kids are doing and everyone has this mutual respect
0: Mm -hmm. well I tried to wait until my kids were 13 but I think I did let one of them have an Instagram account when she was 12 Mm -hmm. so a little bit early but all of her friends were a little bit older and they all had Instagram so I finally caved yeah. Um, but it's interesting to me to watch how she and her friends use Instagram, and it's so very different from the way we adults use it. Mm-hmm. Well, so much of what they do is private communication on Instagram. But she actually very recently came back to me and said, "You know what? I've decided I don't want my face to be on Instagram." So I went, I went and took down all the photos of me that I had put on Instagram because we had talked a lot about. Um, provocative photos Mm -hmm. and um, there are a couple of things I have said parent down you will not you shall not ever uh, post nudes or or you know half naked selfies or text anything like that to anybody who asks Um, and I have access to their accounts, so I can check it and all that but it was really interesting to me um, when she joined There was a bit of a scare for her one night when somebody that she knew, a boy that she knew from class, um, was trying to say he liked her and didn't know how to deal with it because it was a private conversation that, you know, she's 12, they're 13, 12, they don't know how to deal with that stuff. I mean, some adults don't know how to deal with that stuff. So it's really important that we work with the kids when they join so that we're there to support them as they learn how to work through all this stuff.
1: Absolutely, and also helping them know what to do when they're confronted with, or or if, hopefully not when, they're right. confronted with something that is very frightening, mm-hmm. or if they're even witnessing someone else being bullied, um, even yeah. if they're not part of it, but they're seeing it. How do they deal with that? Who do they go to? Um, what kind of control do they have on social media to report things? Um, so those are all really important discussions and mm-hmm. um, and that having those discussions is helping our kids do good.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, you know, I'm really happy to report that my daughter, the last thing I think she posted on her Instagram was something about um, starting school and being kind to everybody. And it was an anti-bullying post that she had copied from somewhere. But, you know, for a, a for a 13 year old, I've said this a lot this week with anti-bullying week but she's the one that goes out and finds the students who are sitting alone at lunch, who have friends. She stands up to the people who are bullying and so on. So there are some of those kids out there. There are some. Um, okay, so uh, we're, we're all gonna go join the challenge. We're all gonna start posting with our 101 days for good hashtag so that we're gonna overwhelm Francis's accounts with <laughs> a retweet. Um, what, where are you going next? What, what else what's coming up for you?
1: Um, well, I've, I've been doing talks, um, especially locally around the subject of conscious communication a lot. And, um, some of the questions that I've been getting, especially from businesses, um, you know, how do you implement a philosophy like this at an organization?
0: Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. what does
1: that mean from like an employer perspective? to have this dialogue with employees. So um, what that has, I think, brought to my mind is that there's a real need out there for um, an elaboration on the concepts that are in this book. Because the concepts in this book are really for absolutely everyone. And they do translate to businesses, to employers, to employees, to entrepreneurs. Um, however, it's not specifically for that empl- you know, employer-employee relationship. Um, So for me, that's what I'm working on now is Mm -hmm. to um, take elements of this book and then um, elaborate on them specifically to put into a business setting. Um, And what does this look like for organizations? If they want to empower their employees to use social media for good, how do Mm -hmm. they do that? Mm -hmm.
0: Talking to employees about how to how to be or not be on social media is a big, I mean it's a big thing. We see people all the time, or at least I do, and you probably notice them, but we see people all the time that get fired from jobs because of something they did even on their personal social media and doesn't always have to be on the business account. Mm-hmm. I think those discussions with the companies creating guidelines and expectations as opposed to rules. Mm-hmm is where we're seeing things going. So companies saying this is what we hope you're going to be like on social media. And you've got to realize, people need to realize that it's all back to everything is public. And you don't have to say, um, you don't have to have in your Twitter handle that you are an employee of this company. People, your friends know where you work. So everything you do now is a reflection of where you work, whether you like it or not.
1: Absolutely. And I find those dialogues where um, organizations will get employees involved in crafting um, policies, those always end up being the most impactful and the most successful um mm-hmm. types of policies because they were um, you know, there multi-levels of the organization were involved in crafting that.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, so you're talking to organizations to build a more social with an with a use, S O U C I A L. Um, culture within their businesses. Um, So I know that you're also helping a lot of women. I know there's a big group of women locally who you're helping um, to get to leverage their platforms here and get the word out about the services they provide. Mm -hmm. So that's called Leverage Lab, correct? It is. Mm -hmm. So I know several of my local contacts are in your group and they're working on getting programs together. Uh, some have already launched and some are coming really soon. So, I mean, even though you're not living here now, you're still having a pretty big impact on the Halifax. So we're, we're glad to have that.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I love coming back to Halifax. Um, so, and I know I'll be back to do a book launch there at some point. I just don't know whether it'll be, it'll probably be the spring. So mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, any other big things on the horizon or that? I mean, that's a lot already. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, I there's a lot going on, um, but really my focus right now is to to get the word out about conscious communication about using social media for good. So um, all of my speaking that's coming up is is all around that. Um, I've got a number of things lined up, both w- I mean with bookstores, but also with. Um, just organizations, um, talking to their, their teams and also just talking to groups, mostly of, um, women entrepreneurs about mm-hmm. what this means for them and how it can improve their businesses too.
0: Is there any resistance to this? Do you, do you ever get somebody that just says no no, this isn't going to work?
1: Um, no, I've never gotten that. What I have gotten is the, um, sometimes you have to be the, the squeaky wheel. Like some, mm-hmm. you know, people will say, but you know, but if I'm not saying this, then, you know, uh, then what? I'm not really being true to myself. And mm. my, I'm never saying, don't say it, just say it in a way that's constructive rather mm-hmm. than destructive. So, um, but that's the only kind of, um, I guess somebody really kind of bumping up against me. is like, but I need to argue that point. It's like, mm-hmm. uh, maybe you don't need to argue it. Maybe you could have a dialogue. Yes. yes
0: absolutely um, yeah it's funny on Twitter sometimes I will I know what I'm about to say is going to come across as arguing for the sake of arguing so I will say I will preface it serious question mm. so that they know I'm not just arguing I really want to know because we lose so much in the tone when we're typing on Twitter and I keep talking about Twitter because it's so easy to go off the rails on Twitter <laughs> Uh, well, hopefully we'll get some more people doing the 101 Days for Good Challenge. I'm going to pop the links all in the uh, comments here and put it in the description so people can join. And follow Frances on Twitter at Frances Leary and check out her Facebook page for more tips on how to be social and how to be authentic and have authentic conversations. Um, you know, you, can't, you cannot be successful on social media anymore unless you're being authentic authentic. And I know it's a word that's thrown around a lot and maybe has kind of lost a lot of its meaning, but if you believe in that word, it's really, really important and I still use it and I still encourage all of my students to be authentic, but now I'm going to encourage them to be constructive instead of destructive mm-hmm. like that. Um, and I think, I think uh, this movement will catch on and we will see more people doing positive things, doing good things on uh, social media, anything else you want to add about the challenge the book being social
1: um, No, not really I just want I want to inspire people to just do good things, do good things out there in the world, and do good things in on social media because you 're already out there in the world you 're doing good things you 're helping people you 're serving people so now you know, consider how you can do that on social media. So if this whole movement, this book, everything, if it just raises that level of awareness and gets more people um, communicating in a positive way, then I will have accomplished um, what I want to accomplish. Because I believe that together, we, you know, one person at a time, one post at a time, we really can shift The way that uh, we're communicating globally and it will have a huge impact um, just in the, in the way we feel um, as a people.
0: Awesome. I think that's a perfect place to end the conversation about that. Um, So thank you so much for joining us today to, to talk about doing good on social media, your new book, congratulations on launching that and the challenge. Um, I'm sure we're going to hear a lot more about that. And we look forward to seeing you for your book launch in the spring when you come back. Um, so thanks for sharing all this with us and hopefully inspiring the people who are listening to think a little bit more about what they're posting. Although my listeners are pretty good about that. I don't see too many of them going off the rails here. Mm-hmm. Um, so thanks again, Frances, for, for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me, Anita. Mm-hmm. Just a reminder, today's episode is sponsored by the Stupid Simple Social Strategy program coming out on Monday. The doors open. This is the program to help you get focused, get strategic and get stuff done on your social media marketing. Uh, If you know me and you already know you want to be a part of that program, just send me a quick message and I'll make sure that you get all the information as soon as the doors open. Uh, thanks for listening this week. You can catch the Hallow Blab live every Friday at 1.30 p.m. Atlantic on the Twerk Communications Facebook page. If you want to interact with us with comments, that's the best place to go. But We're also going to be putting this up on YouTube, and it will be available via podcast wherever you get your podcasts very soon. So while you're there, uh, oh, and you can go to twerk.ca to check out the links for everything mentioned in this episode as well. While you're there, don't forget to check out all of the free resources that I have and go and check out Francis's site for all of her free resources as well. Thanks for listening today, everybody. I will see you next week. Thanks for listening this week. You can catch The Howl Lab live every Friday at 1.30 p.m. Atlantic, 12.30 p.m. Eastern on the Twerp Communications Facebook page or Catch the replay on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. You can go to twerp.ca for links to everything we mentioned in this episode. And while you're there, you'll probably want to grab one of the freebies available to help small businesses manage their own social media marketing. If you run a small business in the Halifax area and you'd like to be featured on HalibLab, we would love to hear from you. Drop us a line at info at That's info at twirp.ca.